Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, good evening and happy Sunday, everyone. And thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, founder of singleinthecity.ca, joined by my lovely friend, philanthropist, and media personality, the lovely Joan Kelly Walker. Hi. Hey, Laura. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing, Joan? Excellent. Amazing. I love hearing yeah. that. We have an interesting show lined up for you guys today. How can we use the power of manifestation to find the life and love that we deserve? Tonight, we're joined by someone who knows all about the power of positive thinking, Jackie Minsky. Uh, Jackie Minsky is a celebrity publicist and conscious mentor coach who speaks to the power of manifestation. Tonight, we're going to be discussing how you can start using manifestation to attract the love that you want. Yes, you can attract the love that you want how you can date with intention for more success, and how conscious relationships can be beneficial. Well, thanks for joining us, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is one of my favorite topics. Well, Jackie's another one of my friends on Clubhouse, and she speaks about manifestation and conscious relationships in a lot of her rooms. So she is so amazing. So uh, welcome to the show. So first of all, let's talk about the most important thing here, okay? What exactly is manifestation, and why do you think this is so important for people to learn about and try? Yeah, so this is a very powerful topic, and, you know, I've been studying manifestation since I was 16 years old. You know, believe it or not, when everyone was going out and partying, I had a curfew. I had a curfew till I was about 20 years old. My father had me home at 8 p.m., so while everyone no. was out, I was studying manifest. Yeah. Well, everyone was out, I, oh, wow. Yeah, I had to be home at eight. So while everyone was out, I was studying manifestation. Believe it or not, that was just something that I found on YouTube. I would sit on YouTube and I would watch Abraham Hicks and then I would watch Tony Robbins and so many others, you know, and I remember I learned how to really manifest in my early 20s because, you know, I studied it when I was a teenager, but you don't understand life. So you don't understand even what you're watching on YouTube at that point. But however, you're planting a seed, which is part of manifestation. So manifestation really means getting, and and when I say this, I know people are going to say, oh, I've heard this so many times, but when you get clear on the kind of life you want to live, you have to be in that energy as if that life is already happening. Because when you, it, you jump realities, so I always tell people, I understand you're in your current reality, you might see setbacks, you might see, you know, failed relationships or failed opportunities. But if you accept that reality, then you're going to keep manifesting the same reality over and over. So the clients I work with, you know, how I teach them to manifest is when we get clear on their bigger vision, which is called the highest good, you know, the higher good, the greater good. I always say, Imagine you wake up today and your life is exactly what you want. Don't pay attention to the reality. Stay in that energy and that emotion of how you want your life to be ideally. And then the universe, God's source, like a magnet, has to attract it to you. And that's why we call it law of attraction, right? So you want to live in the end result emotion of the greater good of life that you want. That's what manifestation is. So, you know, manifestation is something that, you know, I've heard about, I've thought about, I, I 
think I thought that I was kind of doing that, but you're taking it to a whole different level. And like the part where I sort of get lost is, yes, it's a law of attraction, but why does the universe have to do what we want it to do? Like, how does that law actually work? Well, if you think about, you know, magnets and science and quantum physics and just in general, right, there's more than just one law. And that's why I talk about manifestation. Everyone thinks it's just the law of, um, of attraction, but there's law of vibration. There's law of assumption, right? So what those laws mean, and it's all combined is, and, and this is why we manifest bad, right? We can go into a relationship or a job opportunity and, and in our subconscious mind, right? Or in our thought, we could have this tiny thought of doubt, right? But that's already the law of assumption at play, meaning I'm going into this relationship, but inside I feel like something about this is going to fail. And then when it fails, we say, oh, I knew it was going to. Did you know it was going to or did you manifest by law of assumption, vibration, and attraction for it to fail, right? So what I really teach is how do we capture those negative limiting beliefs? How do we capture them, redirect them so we can manifest the best possible outcome for any situation, right? And the reason that the universe, God, source, does these things for us is because when we start to understand that we are energy, we understand that everything operates together. And I'm going to, you know, say this, people are like, well, I manifest, I stay in the frequency and I don't see anything happening, right? Well, because manifestation in itself is a feminine energy of emotion, whereas masculine energy, stress, anxiety, all those are action, right? You get angry, you get upset, you have a quicker reaction to something, and then your problems manifest quicker. Why? Well, because those kind of emotions are masculine energy because masculine energy is action, action, action. So, you know, I have this concept where I say, if you think about how long it takes to make a baby, it takes nine months, right? To nurture, protect, and feel. You learn to feel the baby as it grows. Right. And then the baby comes into the reality. Well, it's the same thing with manifestation. If you stay in that frequency, you might not see it right away. But if you nurture, protect and feel it, it's going to burst to life. Hmm. So I guess a lot of people are afraid of failure. So they're, you know, they're kind of standing in their way because they're not allowing the negative beliefs to be redirected because they're holding on to that. Well, what if it doesn't happen? Like they don't want to be so disappointed. Right. Is that is that fair? Yeah. And of course. And that's why we manifest the same reality over and over. Right. That's why we get the same results and we get frustrated. And this is why as much as I think the self-help industry is amazing, it's also a quick fix because we'll get self-help. We'll redirect for the moment or maybe a month and then we'll go back into those old patterns and we manifest the same results. So it's all connected. It's really about your energy. So if I, if, if I was to tell someone listening right now, you just want a million dollars, all of a sudden they'd be so excited, right? But they wouldn't feel too excited until they receive the check, right? But when they receive the check, they'd have more excitement, right? So what I tell people, you have to live in that excitement because what happens is when you're in your dream life, you're more relaxed things come light and easy, right? So you have no worries. If you were given your dream life right now, you'd stop worrying. But if you start living your dream life in the in your emotional state, your dream life will have to come because every time a limiting belief enters your mind, you're like, well, in my world, I don't have this problem. 
In my world, everything is solved. In my world, we already handled this issue. And those issues then kind of like clouds just pass by and you get to observe those feelings or those thoughts, but you don't take them into your world. You just kind of let them leave. So it's very, very important to not only just redirect your thoughts, because thoughts can be like a television. You can just switch them on and off. It's more important of your emotional state of your life. Are you stressed? Are you nervous? Do you really think that you're going to fail emotionally? And you could, you know, you could feel if something's going to go wrong. You connect to it, right? So your emotional state tells me exactly what you can manifest or if you are having trouble manifesting. Right. So, so just to recap, so our audience is clear. So the law of attraction states that likes attract likes. So that means that people operating at a lower frequency, so people who are generally insecure or self-abandoning, attract each other. And then while people with a high frequency, uh, so people who value and love themselves, also attract each other. Correct. Well, this this can go two ways, and I know we're going to get into it, so I'll give you a little, you know, when your frequency is so high, you can help others manifest. You could. You can see the best in someone, and that's why they say see the best in others, because if you're a manifester and if your frequency and if your world is so powerful, you can, in your world, create someone to get a better result for themselves. You can inspire. You can, you can send an emotion or a frequency to them, which will plant a seed in their emotional state, which then will help them raise up their frequency. So I'm a believer in that. I've seen it. I've done it for other people. And you'd have to do that if you were in a relationship and there was a problem that the two of you were sharing, like, you know, money issues or whatever, Um, you know, you'd really have to make sure that you're lifting that person, sending them the highest frequency as possible. We're going to be discussing how you can start using manifestation to get the life that you want or the love that you want and the life that you want. Both. (laughs) We'll be right back after this message. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellata, with Joan Kelly Walker tonight and our guest, Conscious Mentor Coach, Jackie Minsky. We are discussing how you can use manifestation to get the life and love that you desire. Let's jump right back in. I love this conversation today, Jackie. It's so powerful. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) Thank you. Manifestation, I feel, has become a part of my life as well. And I really feel that so many people can benefit from it. So what are some of the things that manifestation can be useful for? Everything. There's no, and this is why when I teach manifestation, I teach it as a whole, right? If I tell someone, oh, just manifest your career or just manifest a soulmate, right? What you do is you tell the universe that you just want one result, right? But if you want an amazing life, you have to imagine everything. You have to imagine a great successful career and the love of your life and amazing friends and health, right? You want to manifest everything, right? So when people ask that question, it's like the possibilities are endless because you are responsible for how you view and feel about your life. And, you know, when I was learning this 
concept I would hear. We're the creators of our world. And I was like, well, what does that mean? Because if I'm the creator of my world, how come I have so many problems, right? And then one day it hit me. I was like, the reason I keep seeing problems is because I even subconsciously, when the problems come, I'm giving them energy, right? So now what I started to do is if a problem enters my life, I just don't pay attention to it. I know that sounds delusional almost, but I say, and, and I have to, and these are why affirmations are powerful. I'll say something like, in my reality, this problem is insignificant. And in that moment, like a cloud, it eventually leaves my reality versus me giving it energy, more problems, 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 right? So if we think about a movie, there's producers, you know, there's so many different pe- people to make a movie, right? So there's so many different thoughts in our life that we need to control before we can create that perfect movie, right? Our thoughts are the producers, right? Our emotions are the directors. And then we have this movie, So we have to pay attention to how each one aligns. So for me, I started to really be very mindful of my thoughts, of course, but my energy. So I I started this practice where I would wake up every day and I would tell myself and feel like I'm going to have the best day ever. And then no matter what problem came to me that day, I already set the intention and knew that today was going to be the best day ever. And with law of assumption and vibration, I was on that frequency. So, you know, how many people can say there was a time where they knew something was going to happen, that exact thing happened, right? Because they were already creating the end result of that manifestation. And even though they forgot about it, the universe doesn't forget that frequency. It sends a signal out. And it's like, okay, well, here's the situation. And here's how this person thinks the situation is going to play out. So now we have to play it out this way. And then it does. And then we say, oh, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, because you manifested it. You manifested that because you told universe source God that that's how the result was going to happen. And, you know, I'll talk about relationships. The the father of manifestation, um, Neville Goddard, he manifested a specific person, his second wife. And he had this practice, which, you know, a lot of people can practice, is he would go to sleep every night and he would imagine a ring on his finger and he would feel it. Now, if I tell you, Laura, uh, feel a ring on your ring finger right now, all of a sudden, with with some kind of emotion and feeling, you would feel the weight of a ring all of a sudden start to take shape on your finger, right or wrong? Um, right. Right? So the same thing. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So, if, And if I tell you right now there's a lemon in your mouth, you would all of a sudden feel that bitter lemon, right? There's, you're just sucking on that lemon. All of a sudden, you oh, there's a lemon. You could feel your mouth get bitter. So it's the same thing. If you can imagine all these things, they're real, you can imagine the best possible outcome for your life. And then your life starts to take that shape. And that's what he did. He imagined a ring. He imagined being married to his dream person. And that's what happened to him because he woke up every day before he saw it with his own eyes. Because the truth is our consciousness sees before we do. So we manifest the result before our eyes, our vision sees it. So he manifested it into reality, and I studied him, and that's when I really understood manifestation. Because nowadays, so many people talk about it, but they miss a few steps. And, you know, it's really important. The possibilities are endless depending on your energy and what you are, what world you are living in. So there's no doubting that manifestation can be such a useful tool. Now, for those who want to try it, how else can we, you know, use it to manifest our soulmate? So for someone who is skeptical of it, 
right? And this is the powerful thing. And I've worked with skeptical people and, and I tell them all the time, everything in your life up until this point, has it worked? Probably not if you're looking at a different angle, right? Probably not if you're seeking some kind of help, right? So what, what, what would it hurt to try to imagine living your ideal life? If anything, you'd feel so much more relaxed. You'd have less worries, less stress. And then, yes, you can manifest your soulmate because in your reality, in your end result, when you create your life, that's how your life is going to turn out. So in the meantime, you know, and one of my favorite quotes is walk by faith, not by sight, right? And when you could step into that reality, of course you can manifest a soulmate, but you just have to try it. You have nothing else to lose at this point. The only thing you have to lose is if you continue doing the same thing and having the same thoughts and the same results. And then you're going to wind up in the hamster wheel that we call life versus manifesting your dream life. So what if, if somebody's listening and they think, you know, I've, I've never given, I've never acknowledged manifestation in my life. Where do I start? If I want to try it on, like what are, what are the very first things to do? Like you, you've mentioned Nizel Goddard as a good uh, source. And, and you mentioned a couple of other names as well. Tony Robbins, Abraham Hicks. Um, like, is there something that people can do that's kind of, easy and tangible without like you've done research since you were 16 years old uh if someone's just getting started for the first time uh what do you suggest you know there's so many different ways to do it and this is why this is such an in-depth you know practice right because i could i could give them you know what i'm about to say and some might get results and some won't depending on their frequency right what i really say though if you want to start small is you know, money can't hurt, right? So if you were to tell yourself right in this moment, I'm going to make an extra $500 this month. I don't know where it's going to come from, but I'm going to make an extra $500. Let's just start small, right? Because that's a decent number to start with, right? And you don't think about it. You don't think about it. You just know, right, that it's going to happen. Now, here's the trick. In that moment when you say, I'm going to make an extra $500, I want you to pay attention to where your energy and your emotions and your thoughts go. If they go with, oh my God, you sound crazy. Why are you thinking this? You're manifesting your end results. And that's the moment you catch those thoughts and say, no, 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 we're not crazy. This is how redirection works. We're not crazy. This is going to happen. And I'm certain it will. You shut that thought down. You go, you listen to music, you stay on a high energy and you know, you just made $500 celebrating, right? There was even one of my mentors who this was powerful. She was a single mom at the time. And she really had this vision to decorate her living room with pillows and um, throws blankets and stuff, but she couldn't afford it. So instead of being in the energy of, oh, I can't afford it because that's lack energy. She went into, okay, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to start picking out pillows and blankets. And she already imagined that she got the money and she went and she started picking out the things that she was going to buy. And within two weeks, she manifested the money and then she was able to go buy the stuff she wanted. So it's really what is your emotion to the end result of any situation? Think it's going to work out? Because if you do, then it will. And if you don't, then it won't. If you can or you can't, you're probably right. We all know that one, right? So it's really powerful for us to catch our limiting beliefs. We have to catch them before they plant themselves and grow into a manifestation. And that's with relationships, especially. Mm, I love that. And, you know, I'm a huge uh, believer in visualization because it has worked for me in the past. 
Um, I think it's important to attract um, your desired outcome. You know, I think it's really important to visualize your ideas. So how do we visualize what we really want to manifest in terms of a partner or a relationship? Like, how can we be very clear about what we want and what are some of the, maybe some good practices to help with this? Well, you know, when I started this at first, you know, before I even got into a partner, because a partner would be a self-reflection of me and the kind of life I want, because it's my, my, you know, it's my world, right? And I had this practice, I, I was taking this mastermind, and they asked us this powerful, it was actually Mind Valley, um, they had this powerful question, some, and it was the life book, right? And they asked this question where they said, close your eyes right now. And imagine you're sitting in your dream kitchen. What does it look like? And all of a sudden I was like, okay, this is what the kitchen would look like. And it's like, what are you having for breakfast? And all of a sudden I saw maybe smoothies, you know, healthy stuff, you know. And then it's like, what color is the kitchen? Who's in the kitchen? And all of a sudden, even though I couldn't see faces in the kitchen, I could feel the energy in the kitchen. I was like, oh, I'm very relaxed. It's very loving, right? And um, and that's the thing that I could feel. I wanted to feel loved. I wanted to feel peaceful. I wanted to feel all those things cherished, protected, right? So I started imagining the kind of life I want to live, right? Before I can even attract a partner, I wanted that life. And then they asked us, okay, breakfast is over. What are you doing after breakfast? Are you going to work out? Are you going to a business meeting? What does your day look like? Right. Like, let's say you got a genie and the genie tells you to do this. What does your day look like after breakfast? Where are you going? Right. If you could t- if you had all the money and all the time, what are you doing after breakfast? Right. So I started to feel that. And that really helped me understand how I want to feel. And then when I understood how I want to feel, then I understood when I meet the person, I'll it'll be in alignment because now. I will feel like this person fits into my world. And many times in relationships, when we meet someone, we can either see ourselves with them long-term or we can't. And what a lot of people do, and this is on a very conscious level, what I'm about to say, so don't, you know, don't take this lightly. A lot of times we force people to fit into our lives. Oh, they check all the boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, they, <laughs> they do check the very boxes. Very aware. Spiritually, are they aligned with how your life feels the greater good, that picture of your manifestation? And if it doesn't, then you have to be true to yourself, right? They could check all the boxes, but if they don't check the manifestation, you have to be very honest with yourself. Even though in the reality, you may be lonely and single, trust me, your manifestation, that life, that person will come into the picture. If you say no to the things that don't belong. Just before we go to break, let's say I want to manifest a certain type of person. What types of things should I be visualizing, Jackie? Well, <laughs> you know, that's a very interesting topic. And um, like if I want a guy who's six foot five, do I go and buy the king size bed if I have a queen? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, you know, we're laughing at it, but that's how it works because you're telling your your universe that that is what's coming to you and that's it. Right. And then it does come. I love it. We will be right back. When we do come back, we're going to be chatting about how conscious relationships can be beneficial for long-lasting love. (music) 
Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night and you're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto with myself, Laura Bellotta, and Joan Kelly Walker, and our guest uh, tonight, Conscious Mentor Coach Jackie Minsky. Uh, we're chatting all about the power of manifestation and positive thinking and, and how it can improve your love life and life in general. So let's get back at it. So, you know, before the break, we were talking about, uh, you know, manifesting your perfect love. But, you know, a lot of my friends, they don't really know what they want in their perfect love. And they're trying to be open in case someone great comes along. So what advice would you give someone who's trying to manifest their perfect love, but really isn't sure about what they really want? They're a little more reserved. Yeah, so that's the thing. When we're trying to manifest, we get those 50-50 results, right? And when we're, when we're thinking about past experience, we're manifesting the same experience over and over just in a different person, right? Because that's the power of manifestation, the, the assumption that you're going to get the same result manifest into the vibration, into the attraction of the same result, right? See, it's all connected. So what I tell people, and this is super powerful, is when you go to sleep at night, right? Let's say you're single and you go to sleep at night, right? First of all, turn the TV off, put the phone away. Like you need to, you need to be alone to process these things. Of course, you're not going to know what you want if you're constantly on the phone, if you're constantly watching television. You haven't had the chance to process your life. You haven't had the chance to process that emotion. So put every distraction away and close your eyes and start to imagine if, if right now your dream person was in the room, right? Are you making love? Are you reading, right? Who's going to make breakfast in the morning? Are they hugging you? Are they, you know, you want to imagine what it's like to go to sleep with that person and then what it's like to wake up with that person and do for work. Maybe he has a great career and you have a great career, or maybe you want to be a wife and you want him to work. You know, you have to play this scene out in your mind, in your emotion to attract it. And that people do wrong. They just leave room open for whatever comes in. And does it fit the boxes? Okay, maybe I can make it work. And here's that thing. Maybe I can make it work. You see, I said, maybe I didn't say yes, this fits my vision. And then that maybe turns into, oh, well, it doesn't, eventually, it's a maybe, so the universe is like, well, you weren't even sure of that person, so eventually it's going to break apart. So I would tell everyone, take the distractions out, put the phones away, put the TV, put the TV off, and process your life. Process how you want that relationship to be. And then what it, start feeling that way every day. Now, what about the people who are already in a relationship? You and I had a conversation about this, Jackie. Yeah. And I, this is something I didn't know, and I love your analogy. So how can we manifest a person uh, we are with to become a better partner? For example, I'll give everybody an example. So let's just say your partner smokes, and you don't want them to smoke, and you're constantly nag. Like, what can we do instead of constantly nagging at them to stop smoking? What, what, what can we do? Yeah. So first I want to ask the question of does nagging ever work? No, it creates more problems, right? So, and that's a manifestation in itself because you're focusing on what you're focusing on the drama, you're focusing that they're smoking. So they're going to continue smoking because it's still on repeat, right? If there was a really bad song, would you keep putting it on repeat? No, you turn it off and put on a different song. So I always say connection before correction, right? So, and I heard this somewhere, I can't remember where, so I don't, I don't want to give credit for that beautiful analogy. So, and what that means is you want to be able to create a safe space in the relationship where 
it's, you know, you could tell it's gratitude and gratitude makes a huge difference in manifestation too, right? Especially when we're in a relationship and we want someone to change, right? So what we do is we create connection where we say something like, okay, if you want to continue doing that, you know, but I just love you so much to me would, you know, I just, I don't want to see anything happen to you. Right. And all of a sudden what that does to them is tell them, wait a minute, they're not yelling at me anymore. They're, they're so loving. But here's where manifestation gets really good. When you just keep doing that, you could set boundaries in the meantime, like, you know, get gum, don't come next to me after you smoke, you know, in the meantime. Right. And why I say in the meantime is because, while you're creating that connection and safety in your relationship, you're setting the energy for your relationship. But what you're also doing is you're telling yourself, because I'm creating so much love in this relationship, I'm going to manifest that they quit smoking. Because in my world, they don't smoke, right? So every time they chew gum or every time they brush their teeth, every time they come to you clean, instead of focusing on, oh, he just brushed his teeth because he smoked, you say, wow, look how amazing he's coming to me clean, he smells so good. He doesn't smell like cigarettes. So you focus on the good, and then the good starts to be more and more and more. And energetically, with that safety, that connection, and your energy and what you're focusing on, because what we focus on grows and expands, if you can focus on the fact that he doesn't smell like cigarettes, right? Maybe he did smoke behind your back, but he's trying. So be grateful for the good, because eventually he will quit. Because connection before correction, plus your manifestation, your thoughts, your gratitude on the situation, your thoughts on that. Yes, Jackie. Joan, don't you love that? I love it. But, you know, I couldn't help but think, like, what if if you're married to somebody that's a serial cheater? Like, oh. you know, what what if you're trying so hard and it's still not shifting? So the, the so here's the thing. Even I forgot what movie it was. I think it was maybe even the, in in the Secret of the Law of Attraction. I think they even had this exact question, and that comes down to a lot of different things. So the number one thing is if you're willing to forgive a person, really forgive a person, because again, manifestation is a thought process and then an emotional process. If you're ready to forgive the person, then you have to detach from all the times they cheated from you before. If you know you cannot do that, you're fooling yourself and it's better to maybe part with that relationship. Maybe it is, right? Maybe temporarily, maybe whatever you get to decide, right? But the whole point is, if it's someone you're willing to forgive 110%, not even 100, 110%, then you have to start taking or giving credit for the fact that they are trying. Again, you cannot focus on the fact that they did or they were chronic or they did it five times because maybe if they did it five times, maybe they won't do it a six. But it all comes down to, and believe it or not, I know that sounds really crazy, but it really comes down to if you can forgive them and show them so much love, because half the time cheaters are sometimes people that just need the love the most. Let's be honest, right? And that's why they're they're filling those voids the most. And if you can really step into that love and create that safety, again, connection before correction for them also, they're going to feel so safe with you. They're going to be like, I can't hurt this person because this person is so loving to me, I want to be loving back. And then they start to shift. Their mind starts to shift. And it all comes down to how you respond versus react to the cheating, to the past. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to talking about conscious relationships before the break, but that's coming up. We're going to be chatting about how conscious relationships can be beneficial for long-lasting love. Stay with us.
listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We are back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto with myself, Laura Bellotta, and Joan Kelly Walker. And we have the beautiful, gorgeous Jackie Minsky in studio with us. Uh, she's a conscious mentor coach. She is top-notch. This girl really knows her stuff. Love her dearly. Uh, and we are getting back to our discussion on how conscious for relationships that last. What is a conscious relationship? Because I know some people are going, what is a conscious relationship? What are some of the characteristics <laughs> of a conscious relationship, you know, and why is it important? So, yeah, when I think of this, this question, and I've thought of the answer several times, you know, the word conscious means awake. It means present, right? And this is the most interesting irony of it all every time I thought about this question. Well, what is consciousness? What is a conscious relationship, right? But I dived much deeper because everything I've said today, you know, I want to bring the awareness of when you're conscious, but you're in a different reality, meaning everything we spoke about today. So let's say I see that I'm in my room, but in my conscious mind, in my mind, in my frequency, I'm in, let's say, my dream home with my dream person. Now I'm not in this reality. I'm consciously somewhere else, right? So a conscious relationship means the same thing, right? If in my mind I have this ideal feeling relationship, right? I this this dream person that I want to be with, that I will be with, right? Not want to, I will be with because that's I know it's going to happen for me. Then what starts to happen is I become self-aware of how I react to let's say people in my life that don't fit, right? So for example, I can meet a guy and I can go on a date or two. And like I said earlier, I can see and I can feel that he's not for my greater good. He doesn't, he doesn't feel like that conscious feeling that I'm looking because I'm preparing my space. And that's why it's important to know what kind of relationship you want to feel, right? You want, how do you feel in your relationship? Because if you meet someone, they don't feel like they belong in your vision, then don't force them in your vision because then you're, you're, you're just inserting anyone. And it's easier to navigate when you prepare your space and to prepare your space means to consciously make the decision to know what you want and not be afraid to say no to the things that aren't. So that's really what a conscious relationship is. It's when, and you know, they always say, oh, it's two people. And I'm like, yeah, it's two people. But sometimes, you know, feminine energy and the reason why I don't say uh, genders is because, you know, it, it's just an energy thing, right? It could be a gay couple, it could be a straight couple, it could be bi couples, you know. The point is the energy. If you're a, a strong feminine energy, you have the power to shift your relationship, but you have the power to know what kind of relationship you also want to be in. So, and, and believe it or not, this is why men, you know, Steve Harvey tells the story where the first time he saw his wife, he knew that was his wife and that's the woman he married. Right. And because sometimes men aren't forcing relationships, they just consciously already know what kind of woman they want to be with. They eventually find that kind of woman with ease. Right. If you ever notice, how come some men automatically know what they want and they get where they want where a lot of the time the women are struggling because women are forcing 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 we want we want a man and when we want him we want him now and how do we want him we don't know right <laughs> so we have to get super clear not what our girlfriends are doing not that our cousins or our family is married what do we want what do we want and be conscious enough constantly to stay true to your own vision to your own feeling to your reality that you are creating not someone else's 
And if you start comparing that, oh, they're married and they're this, you know, and then you're not being conscious. You're not creating your reality. You're just living in your current reality. Two different things. Well, that worked for me. When I met my husband, I knew right away. But for me at the time, Mm -hmm. I thought it was intuition. I didn't realize that I was actually tapping into the strength of my strong feminine energy. So I I didn't know that. But I had sat down. I had made a list of here's what I want. And I could see that person I knew as soon as I met him. So it, it really does work. Yeah, you see, that's so powerful. Yeah, and I have to share, I've had that happen a few times. I manifested, this is going to sound silly, (laughs) I manifested, you know, even when I was 25, I was sitting at home at the time, and at the time I lived with my parents, and I was sitting in my room, and I was like, you're going to get married and have a a child at 27, and I was like, what? And like something just like came to me, and I was like, okay, I guess, but it was this knowing, like it was no question about it, and when I got pregnant, I was 27 right? Married, pregnant, 27. I was like, oh my God. I was like, there's something to it when you already plant that seed with conviction, right? So if there's something you want in your life, a relationship, a person, and you can feel that something's wrong, it could either be A, your past experiences creating fears that are not there, right? Because self-reflection is very important in relationships. There are a lot of times that you can be in a relationship and you can be triggered by someone. And if you're not fixing your own triggers and not self-reflecting on why those triggers keep coming up, you can be manifesting the drama in your own relationship. Self-reflection really means in my perfect reality, this problem doesn't exist. So in this moment, unless it's violence or, you know, something that really harms you, and if you're not in danger, you can redirect. So conscious relationship is how true to your bigger picture, the greater good are you? How conscious and aware are you that even though you're in this present moment right now, you have an end result of the life and love that you want? So how can we use manifestation to date with intention? And what does it really mean? Like, what are some tips to help others who want to date with intention, Jackie? Well, yeah, dating with intention, you know, it just simply means what is your intention for, again, the greater good of your life? What You know, if you're just to manifest a person, you're not going to have the success. If you manifest the success, you may not get the person. So your overall intention is that great, great life that you want for yourself. So when you're dating, especially dating, you date with the intention of this person could or w- this person will fit my picture because I set the intention. That's the kind of person I want to wind up with, right? So it's all about, again, it all comes down to your bigger picture, you know, and I probably said this earlier, you could see your current reality right now, but if you live in your future and your end result, that's what you're going to attract into your life. So really with intention, live your life big and with so much love and everything will follow because it will attract you. Law of vibration, assumption, and attraction. There's so many laws and they all come together. Thank you so much, Jackie, for joining us tonight on the Dating and Relationship Show. Hopefully tonight's show uh, opens your eyes to the power of putting positive energy out into the universe. Um, How can people get a hold of you? Yeah, so my Instagram is Jackie underscore Minsky, so they can find me there. And same thing on Clubhouse. Those are my two social media platforms. And if someone wants to email me, it's letswork at JackieMinsky.com. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Jackie. And Joan, where can uh, people get a hold of you? 
I am on Instagram at Joan Kelly Walker Official or my website, joankellywalker.com. And I am at Official Laura Bellotta on Instagram, Laura Bellotta on Clubhouse. Uh, and uh, you can also check out my website, singleinthecity.ca, if you'd like to find love and work with me as a coach, as a dating coach. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show. We'll see you next week. Ciao for now.